Welcome to episode 54. Today we're going to talk about They Come to See You. So the real question is this, what does it take to make the gospel come to life? If you are struggling with what you believe, or if you do believe but you want to feel the truth on a deeper level, or even if you are experienced in your faith and you want to deepen your relationship with Christ even further, what steps can all of us take to not just bring the gospel to life, but to cause the gospel to bring life into us? Those are the questions, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Brian Robbins, and welcome to Bringing the Gospel to Life. Hey everyone, hope you have a wonderful Saturday. Um, I love it when it rains, and it's raining out here hard right now, so anyway, um, I woke up having a thought, and I've decided that most of the conversations I have throughout the day are happening in my own brain, and that probably drives Mary nuts, but I heard the quote one day that you're like, it's like, if you have more conversations in your head than you have in real life, then you know, then you're an introvert. And I was like, yep, that's me. So anyway, I woke up having this thought and I have no idea where this came from. I think where it came from is, you know how they sent an email out the other day that kind of gave guidelines about uh, returning to church and like the different ways that um, people would be doing that. And I noticed a lot of different reactions to that. Um, a lot of people were pretty excited to go back and a lot of people are just kind of enjoying doing it at home with their families. And as I was thinking about it, um, I had this, this quote come to mind from one of my favorite movies. And I've mentioned this before, but one of my movies is the greatest showman because I love, I love watching, um, Hugh Jackman and the way he, uh, acts as P.T. Barnum, and a lot of people and a lot of haters who like to ruin movie magic in my life have told me that um, Hugh Jack, or at least uh, the P.T. Barnum that's portrayed in the movie The Greatest Showman is not really super accurate, and I don't listen to them because I don't, I don't listen to the haters, but anyway, um, I know something interesting, like I love watching P.T. Barnum in this film because like wa- watching his imagination come to life and like his frantic like, he would stress me out if he was one of my friends because he's so spontaneous and he would just throw things together and boom, it would, it would come to life. And um, anyway, like, I, I love that movie for him because I love watching him and I love connecting to him. And there's this one part in the movie that is just so, I didn't think it was powerful really until this moment until I thought about the relevance that this has in our lives and in bringing the gospel, in the gospel to life, but you know that one part in the movie where he first has that red-headed chick who ruins his family, um, and they, like, decide to go on tour, and right before he's leaving, he's running through the circus with Zac Efron, and they're, they're talking about, like, all the things that he needs to be in charge of, um, before he leaves, and, um, is, well, I think his name's Philip, right? So Philip is just like trying to stop him from leaving because he keeps telling him like all the things that are wrong with him leaving, and and P.T. Barnum is like, no, 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 I can go. You're gonna be fine. You can you can handle those perfectly. And right before he leaves out of the door, Philip grabs him by the arm, stares him right in the eyes, and he looks at him. And P.T. Barnum doesn't really listen because he's so crazed about this new idea of earning money, right? But Zach grabs him by the arm, looks him straight in the eyes and says this about the people who come to the circus. And he looks at him and he says, they come to see you. And Hugh Jackman just kind of stares at him for a little bit and he's just like, uh, you'll be fine. And then he walks away and he leaves. And then, of course, it's not fine. And um, as he's gone, the circus catches on fire because there's like a fight, right? 
Um, but I thought, I've been thinking about that line, like, they come to see you. And um, I was just reading this this book uh, yesterday. I think maybe this is where this thought, this thought came from. But it talked about how um, the reason people tend to show up for something is because they want some kind of result. But the reason that they keep coming back for something is because of the people who are there. And I've, I was thinking about that and I started to think about that. And man, that is so, so true. Like I can think of so many sports teams or so many, so many friend groups or so many school classes where I liked them because I had, I showed up for some other reason, but I always stayed because of the people who were there. And, um, I saw that with, uh, when we were sent home from quarantine, like or we, when we were sent home for the stay at home order, like and I was talking with my seminary students, like the ones who were happy to be home were happy to be there because they didn't necessarily love being with the people they were with at school. But the ones who were so sad that they weren't at school were sad because they were able to be with the people who were there. And the reason that this whole thing matters is I was thinking like, as people have been reacting differently to being sent home and not being able to go to church, so many people love being at home and so many people are like dreaming for the day to go back to church and I think the reason is is because the people who are excited to go back they either want to go back for one of two reasons either they want to go back number one for the people who are there like they love the hanging out with the people in their ward or number two they actually find Jesus at church right the people who love to go to the temple are those who actually find and feel him and see him there and the people who love going to the church for the some reason. The people who love the scriptures love them because they feel him and they see him there. And the people who love saying prayers are because they love and see him there. And the, the ones who don't really care about those things, it's because he's not in there for them. And um, like I watched this. Um, my mom told me about this, but like she had an institute class where the teacher um, retired and wasn't going to show up anymore. And it's funny how like a lot of people showed up again for the first class with the new teacher. But then after that, they left because it just wasn't the same person. Like people show up for other certain individuals. Right. And so I've, I've got to thinking over the past 53 episodes that we've done, I've seen this theme and everything that I've shared, but I think everything that I'm trying or that I have shared so far in my messages is about is about trying to disconnect people from principles and programs and thoughts and reconnect them to an individual who is Jesus Christ. And it's okay to connect to principles and to connect to truths just because they ring true to us. But if those aren't permanently attached to him, they just won't have any staying power in our lives. And I think I think that's really important like and so like that's that's important for me because for this for this podcast like I have to be myself. And that's why you can't you can't and I talked about this two episodes ago like you can't be someone different because of what you think other people will think about it because then you have no ability to impact the people around you. Like people show up for you. They show up for the you and who you really are. And I don't really know who I am yet like I'm saying that at the age of 27, but like, I feel like I should know that. I feel like I should know what parts about my personality 
people like and I should know what parts of my personality that other people don't like and what parts that parts they wish I didn't have and parts that they wish I I did have and I and I really need to know like what like I was thinking about this people have started listening to this podcast because of me like there's a lot of podcasts out there that are gospel related and people don't don't go to those but the reason that some of you keep listening to this is because you know me now that's like I'm not trying to be prideful with that because there's so few of you who do listen to this at this point. So it's like, okay, whoop do you But there are so many people that like we go to, we go and do this thing or we go to this concert or we go to this class or we go to do this activity. And it has nothing to do with the actual thing because when you take, if you took your friends or the people that you love out of that thing, it would die. Like you wouldn't go to it anymore. Um, I think I shared that example before, like I was in that Facebook group online of these people who were trying to make money online. And then when that kid committed, the guy who was running the group, when he committed, or I actually found out he didn't commit suicide. He had a, he was taking a medicine that was causing this buildup of some nasty gunk in his body. And then it eventually killed him. But like, as soon as he was gone, the group died. Like nobody else, like the group died with him. Um, and I, and I think in our church worship, if he's not in it, then our church worship dies with him not being there. And with our scripture study and with our prayers, like if you're not connecting to him, it's, it's dead. It's pointless in the first place. So if you can't find him in a place, if you can't find him in a certain gospel behavior, if you can't find him in the law of chastity, if you can't find him in the word of wisdom, if you can't find him in tithing, if you can't find him in gratitude, if you can't find him in temple worship, like, you won't show up. There's no way you'll have the consistent motivation to keep doing it unless you find him where he is. And that was an interesting thought for me. So whatever that means for you, let it be so. If that if that's helpful for you to um, find him more in your church service, then let it be so. Or if you're trying to impact more people, chances are the reason you're not impacting them is because Either you're not sharing yourself, you're not letting people connect with your personality, or uh, you haven't figured out your personality yet. Like you haven't allowed people, you haven't let that come out of you, which people are um, wanting to love and wanting to connect with. So anyway, hope that helps. As always, um, share your thoughts with me. When have you seen or when are, what situations are you in in your life where you show up because of someone else? Or uh, what situations in your church worship are you like, I only show up for this thing because I feel him there. And if I didn't feel him there, I would hate doing this thing and I wouldn't do it. Um, for me, it's like, I think it's family history. Like, I, I, have, I have done it many times and I've tried to connect many times. I've tried to do indexing many times and like, I just don't feel him there. I just don't. Now, that's not to say he's not there. It's just to say like, I need to find him there. But that's something I just can't ever consistently show up for because I don't feel him there. And I know people who do, and that's why they keep showing up. So anyway, share your thoughts with me. Send me a text, a message on Facebook, and share this with someone who might need it, and I will talk to you guys tomorrow.